Welcome to Lifestyle Solopreneur, the community for entrepreneurs who put lifestyle first. Join your host, Flavia Barris, as she interviews successful lifestyle solopreneurs and shares ideas to help you find the perfect balance between lifestyle, business, and self. Flavia is an attorney, marketing expert, and founder of several online academies. She's been featured in major media, including BBC World News, The Wall Street Journal, the New York Post, ESPN Television, and more. Join us for this episode of Lifestyle Solopreneur. Hey, Lifestyle Solopreneurs. Today, we get to speak with Dr. Jay LaGuardia. He is an entrepreneurial enthusiast, best-selling author, speaker, coach. His mission is to inspire millions of people to live happier, healthier, and more prosperous lives. He can be reached at powerpassionprosperity.com. Welcome to the show, Dr. J. Thank you, Flavia, for having me. This is uh, I'm really excited to be here and to uh, share a little bit of my experience and humbly say some wisdom through my uh, 33, four years now as an entrepreneur. Well, I love that your website is Power, Passion, Prosperity. Number one, because I love alliteration. I'm, I was an English major in college. I'm kind of a language nerd, so I, I gotta love alliteration, you know. So Power, Passion, Prosperity. But those are also themes that run pretty strong here at the Lifestyle Solopreneur Podcast because we are all about living our passions, finding prosperity in ways that don't drive us insane or you know shackle us to our desks. So tell us a little bit about how you ended up where you are today in your working life. Well, it's been a long journey, but specifically, I always knew I was going to be an entrepreneur as a young child, maybe to 11 or so. I started out shoveling snow in driveways, and then it turned into cutting lawns and then raking leaves. So I had really a, a client base very early on. And even though the the term entrepreneurship wasn't in vogue at that time, it was kind of fun working for myself and having money and being able to um, save and start to invest in an early point in my life. And, and then and have some money to go do things that my siblings didn't have. So they would always try to borrow money from me. But yeah, so I always knew that being a entrepreneur was going to be a part of my DNA. I just didn't know where or how it was going to play out. And so therefore, I just allowed the universe to guide me in a way and... I had uh, an experience once where I got injured playing football in college and the care I was getting um, through the facility just wasn't getting the problem resolved. And someone had suggested I see a chiropractor and that's what I did. Had an incredible experience, got me back on a field. And ironically enough, just about a couple of months later, the doctor that I had seen was doing a, um, a talk at the college. I had just come out of a biochemistry lab. I was actually in school to be an orthopedic surgeon. I was um, taking a, getting prepared for my MCATs. And I sat down and he was telling the story about chiropractic, in particularly that chiropractic is a natural healing art and it helps people to express their fullest health in a way in which doesn't require drugs and surgery. And like that just hit me. It's like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. So I called my parents, told them that's what I was going to do. As you can imagine, it wasn't uh, well received, but nonetheless, it was the path I took. And so I graduated, met my wife in college, and we came back to the upper Midwest where she was from. And we took over her dad's practice. And long story short, I opened 10 clinics. And during that period of time, I started multiple other businesses, including real estate property development and fitness studios and weight loss centers and so on and so forth. So entrepreneurship is just my thing. I love getting things started. A lot of times I like selling them too. And I love teaching people how to utilize their skills, their zone of genius 
to be able to live their very best life and do it in a manner in which that creates incredible amount of prosperity. And you teach online, you've written, you're an author. So there's a lot of, of you out there, a lot of your wisdom, a lot of your teaching, but you also have people congregate live. So you've got a big live event coming up. Tell us a little bit about what that is and what people do there. It's called the GPS to Success Summit. I started many years ago with a coach. We would do this thing called a business building conference. So for entrepreneurs, we'd get together sometime around the um, late November, early December, and we would start to map out the upcoming year, specifically as it relates to what we wanted to accomplish in our business. So then I began to expand it. And when I launched my own coaching program, we started this program called the GPS to Success Summit. So the concept is, is if you could put into a GPS where it is that you want to go, and then you just follow the directions, then ultimately you're going to get to where you want to be. So the summit helps you then create those that really create the vision and clarity of where, what success looks like for the following year. And then we help build in the strategies to make that become a reality. But at the same time, also help people identify what are their limiting beliefs or, or mental blocks that have prevented them from achieving goals often that they've already or already might have, or they're carried over from the from years past. And so this is so much about self-introspection and learning and, and expanding consciousness and mindset so people can really express their ideal health, mental health, physical well-being, spiritual, financial, and business well-being. And that sounds amazing. Where is that event? We hold it and host it up here in the upper Midwest in, in Eau Claire, and people can learn more about it. If they go to our website, powerpassionprosperity.com, under the shop tab, there is um, all the details about it. Or really the easiest way is if you go to our website and you sign up to be a member of uh, our following, you'll get all information about our podcasts and our blogs and things like that. It's free. There's no cost to that. And they'll get information about it as uh, we're sending emails out. Actually, I um, started this week and and uh, we're already half sold out because half the people from last year re-registered for next for this coming year. So yeah, thank you for an opportunity to share that. So you wear a lot of hats, clearly, right? I mean, you're you've got there's no back burners with you. Everything's front burner. I mean, you've got all these different things that are going on. How do you manage to keep yourself level and sane, and uh, to keep from what you do in your work life taking over the rest of your life? It's a great question. And one thing I really want to emphasize, there is no secret, right? It's not like I've cornered the process of how to do this, but there is a very specific process. My partner always says to me, he goes, you've got to get this message out because so many people struggle, whether it is with their health or their fitness or with their you know significant relationships or with their finance. He said, you're one of the few people I know who are really crushing in all these areas. And he said, people need to hear this. And and I'm a pretty humble guy. I'm not a self-promoter, but I understand what he said. And I and it's part of the mission that I have. So it comes down to some very simple things. Number one is you got to take care of your body. I've been working out four to six days a week for, I just had my 30 fit anniversary. So I call it my fit anniversary. So 35 years, four to six days a week, I work on my body to make sure that it's performing at its highest level. I feel great and have incredible energy. I work on my mindset. Every single day, I set time aside. I schedule time to work on my goals, to meditate, to clear my mind, to focus with intention exactly how I want to show up throughout the day. Whether I have a business meeting, a sales meeting, if we're looking to purchase new property, how do I want to show up? What's the outcome that I want to achieve? And how do I make that happen, right? For all people involved. So it's not how can I win, it's how can we win, 
And so the mindset part's really important. I'm a real big believer in spiritualism in a sense. In other words, like I believe that there's a greater power than myself and I honor and respect that power. And I give thanks to that gratitude each and every day. I'm humble enough to know that uh, success that I've achieved, I stand on the shoulders of so many and I've been given so many opportunities that gratitude is the key to allow that abundant flow to continue to flow through me and as I share it with other people. And then to constantly learn. I'm always reading, listening to podcasts, expanding my mindset, and then I surround myself with great people. I've always said, if you're the smartest person in the room, find a new room because we don't grow in comfort. If we're going to really truly succeed and achieve the goals we want, we have to get uncomfortable. The way you do that is put yourself out there and introduce yourself to people who are crushing in other areas that you want to. And what I find with successful people, Flavia, is that they're willing to help and share and teach you what they know. I do the same thing as well too, right? That's what a good mentor, a good coach will do. So those are the key things that I do and I practice them every day. And by doing so, I can create a sense of balance in my life that allows and feeds my purpose and my passion So as I say with our podcast, so I can empower my dreams, ignite my passion and accelerate prosperity. That's outstanding advice, Dr. J. And the way that you live your life is aspirational. I think a lot of people heard what you said and wish that they worked out or did something for their body four to six times a week. It's hard to have that discipline. It's hard to find that time, but you do it. So it's not impossible, right? You're a human being. You have the same number of hours in the day as as everyone else. So I think the mentorship part comes in pretty strong because by having someone like you who has achieved those specific goals that a lot of people hold as their aspirational goals and seeing how you do it, learning how you do it, knowing that it's possible because you're living it. um, That is so helpful to so many. I love that you're an author because I feel like the written form is just such a great modality for learning, right? And it kind of goes back, you know, originally you want to learn something, you probably were going to the library. You're not going to pull it up on a smartphone. We didn't have smartphones um, not that long ago. So tell us a little bit about what you've written as an author. I know a lot of people listening to the podcast aspire to be authors. Like that is their entrepreneurial goal and dream. So tell us a little bit about where to find your written work and your big projects you've worked on in the past. Maybe anything you have coming up um, that you're working on now. It's been said that in each one of us, a book exists. The question is, will we allow it to, you know, flow on paper or on a on a PDF? And so I felt for a long time my experiences could help other people. So I sat down with the help of a friend of mine who again who became my buddy who or excuse my partner who uh wrote a book himself and uh he gave me the tools and I, again, I learned from him. So I wrote a book called Change Your Mind, Change Your Destiny, The Eight Habits of Success to Better Relationships, Better Health, Better Wealth. And it was released in 2016. It uh, became an Amazon bestseller. Very proud of that. Also very thankful for all the people who uh, supported and purchased the book. So you can find it on Amazon. You can find it on our website. But the gist of the book is these specific eight habits that I learned that helped change my mindset growing up came from a you know a divorced family it was very toxic had abandonment issues and those abandonment issues turned into anger issues and so early on in my teens and early 20s I was just not a pleasant person to be around and so when I had my first real challenge in life and that was uh, late 20s when I had purchased my first business it was a million dollar business significant debt we were struggling struggling with our marriage struggling with a young family and my wife said to me she said look you either get help or this is not going to work And the one thing I said to her when we got married 
which will be 34 years in two weeks, I said to her, I said, you know, this is for life. And she looked at me and she goes, yes, I know. I said, no, you don't get it. This is really for life. I said, I'm Italian. I said, there's only one way out. (laughs) So the commitment I made to her because I grew up in a divorced family was, okay, she needed something for me to step up. And so I went and got help, found a coach. And he taught me these habits, these eight habits of success, which help reprogram and shape and rewire my subconscious mind to deal with these emotional triggers and baggage that I dealt with as a kid. And so I I wrote about each one of these and how I implemented them to my life. And over time, it changed me from being angry and negative and toxic to one of the most positive, energetic and loving people that you'll know. Again, I say that humbly, but we laugh. There's OJ and there's New Jay. And so New Jay and Old Jay just would never coexist together. So that's why I was inspired to write that book. But and I just want to touch real real briefly you said before about the discipline of being able to, you know, engage in those behaviors each and every day. I don't see it so much of that, although I understand it. To me, the way you are able to implement, you know, those five traits in each and every day, it's based on your highest value systems because we live moment by moment. And so when we are consciously choosing actions, behaviors that support our highest values, we're living congruent with our highest self. And by the the byproduct that is, is we live our very best life, a very low stress life, a very happy life, a very abundant life. So I would say to your listeners, if they struggle in any of those areas, is to sit down and to assess what are their highest values in life and make sure they have it in priority And every day they're doing something that is in alignment with those highest values. Amazing. We really should all take out a piece of paper or whatever using iPad, doesn't matter, and do that. You know, it's a great exercise. I'm sure people do that at your live event um, as part of that curriculum. And uh, it's something you really can't do enough. It's not like, oh, checklist item, done it. It's something you have to revisit over and over again. You know, almost like the more successful you get, the more you should and, and need to sort of revisit and take yourself further. I mean, we're never a finished work. We're always a work in progress forever, right? For as long as you get to be on. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that. Someone said to me the other day, do you ever get to the point where, you know, you stop engaging in the personal growth? And I said, yeah, sure. He said, when? I said, when they throw the last shovel, the dirt on. I said, because you're either growing or you're dying. You know, we have this, this, this mindset. Oh, I love life where it is. Look, we can love the moment, but the fact is, is if we're not growing, we begin to regress. And the question is how quickly are we regressing? Because the faster regress, the quicker the physical body dies, the mental body dies, the the spiritual connection dies, so on and so forth. So, and my vision of life is, right, I'm going to live to a hundred vibrant, energetic, so on and so forth, because I'm going to continue to pursue to make myself better in whatever capacity I'm allowed to based on, I don't know what I'm going to be like when I'm 70, but I sure know based on the lifestyle I live, I'm going to have a pretty good chance to live a great lifestyle. But again, based on highest values. Let's touch briefly on the real estate aspect of your professional life and your work. I mean, it's no secret on this podcast that I'm a little bit biased towards real estate because that is sort of my my entrepreneurial area of choice only because that's what I do day to day. I've worked in real estate in many different capacities for pretty much my whole professional career. And it wasn't really until later in my career that I branched off into lots of different areas. So tell us a little bit, because a lot of people don't realize you can be in real estate, but also do a lot of other things 
things as well. I don't know if you're still in that real estate world, if it's something that you did in the past, but it's been you know phased out over time. So tell us a little bit about what you do in real estate, if you recommend it as, as a way, as a source of income, as a profession, and uh, how that went for you. One of the best pieces of advice I received early on in my, in my career was my mentor said to me, he said, Jay, you won't become wealthy with what you make as a chiropractor. You'll be wealthy with, what, with how you invest the money you make as a chiropractor. And that really opened my eyes because I realized very early on that I needed to create additional sorts sor- uh, sources of revenue. And so the first financial deal we did was we bought a 36-unit apartment complex in 1994. So that was 28 years ago. And I'm sitting home and every you know three months we receive a check. And I'm like, this is so cool. I don't have to do anything for this. We had a property management company, so on and so forth. And so I'm like, I want more of this. And so I continue to study. I continue to learn. I continue to expand my network. So never got into the single family, always multiple. And uh, now we have a group and we do property development and management. Uh, We have our own construction team. We have our own buying team. We have our finance team. And we're doing eight-figure deals. Uh, We just closed one um, just six weeks ago. Uh, We've got another one that's close to being closed here, probably in the next two months or so. So we're doing two or three of these deals every year. And uh, it's absolutely incredible because at 50, Flavia, I no longer needed to work for money because I figured out how to let the money work for me. And it was a very hard day in my life. And because I didn't have to get up and being a driver and someone who always was working, it felt very weird to me, but it didn't matter whether I got up or not. I knew how much money I was going to make this year. And next year was going to increase and so on and so forth. So shifting my mindset when I retired from active practice and I got into this field to give back and to teach and inspire other people, I only do this now because it's my passion. It's my zone of genius, but I never have to work another day in my life if I don't want to. And I really help my people understand is that anybody can make that happen. You don't need special skills. You know, there's lots more people that know how to do this. Great. I mean, I've got enough experience, but I'm telling you, anybody can do this and you can start as early as in your twenties. And, um, and if you're smart enough, you can do it very, with very few money, not uh, a ton of money down. Yeah. And I tell people sometimes real estate, you can think of it as sort of a ladder and the first rung can be as easy as buying the property you live in instead of being a renter. And, uh, there's a lot of great loan programs out there because, you know, that's how a lot of people get started. You know, their first rental was just a house they lived in that they moved out of. And instead of selling it, they converted it into a rental property kind of went from there. You didn't start with eight-figure deals. You started with one real estate investment that was sort of a attainable for anyone that's a salaried employee and, and makes decent money and just gets out there and makes connections, talks to a real estate agent, a broker. And I, I am biased, of course, but I think real estate really is one of the key ways to potentially build lasting wealth, you know, that goes beyond your generation and to many future generations onward. It's a way to build a legacy. So I love that you are one more success story. Just what you've done is an endorsement of real estate as an asset class, as a revenue source. Um, A lot of people love the whole, the idea that when you're just a wage earner, that, like you said, that's a great way to earn sort of a living day to day, but to truly build a legacy um, you're going to have to either build businesses or invest in real estate or, you know, do something else other than just cash a paycheck when that, especially when it's a paycheck that if you stop doing the work, 
the paycheck stops coming in. You know, there's nothing passive about a lot of the fields that are considered um, to be jobs that that are very, what successful people have, right? They think, oh, wow, you know, you are a, a CPA and that's, you're very educated. You make a good living. That's a great job. But if you, you know, stop crunching those numbers for other people, you stop earning an income. So I love that story that you told. I also love that you do that which in some ways is very different from being an author, you know, or from hosting live events or um, some of the other things you do. And there's a lot of people that listen who have varied interests and they always feel like they have to choose between them um, as if they're mutually exclusive, but you wear lots of hats. You know, what do you think about that? What are some tips for people who are trying to decide between venture A, venture B, venture C, and let's call them adventures, not ventures, right? Adventure A, adventure B, adventure C. How do they choose what to pursue first? So as I mentioned, we have many different businesses in our portfolio. I probably spend 10% of my time overseeing those particular ventures. And the reason is because one thing I've learned very early on is that there's only one of me, but I can hire a ton of really smart people who are passionate and share a similar mission and vision as I do and pay them really well. And they look after our business as it is was their own. And we share in our profit with them. And so there is a level of comfort with that, that gives me flexibility and freedom of time to allow me to pursue my zone of passion, which is what I'm doing here today. But I know I can look at my books each night because they send me reports and I can tell you how well the business is doing. And so it's about setting up great systems, hiring and training great people and incentivizing them to want to stay and invest their time in the future of the business. And then because early on being a driver personality and a bit of a control freak, it really limited my growth. But I figured out with the helps of some coaches that uh, it was costing me. And he actually, we, did, we actually did a kind of a, a spreadsheet, how much it was costing me, my need for control. And so slowly he showed me how to give it up and I did. And all of a sudden revenue kept pouring in. So I was like, well, I love this. I'm doing less, making more money. So what else can I give up? And I just kept going on and on and on. So I just also want to point as well too, especially if people who are thinking of getting into real estate, one of the best things you can do right now is you need to have a wealth account. And the first person you ever pay is you. Don't pay your rent. Don't pay your gas light bill, whatever. You pay you first, and then you live off the rest of that. Now, how much really depends on how quickly you want that wealth account to be. And that wealth account should only be invested in assets or revenue producing assets. So something that appreciates or is going to create revenue for you. And again, another thing I learned very early on. So every week, every month, every time we had a bonus, we just kept feeding that and feeding that. And that's how we were able to build a portfolio of properties over time. So it took a little bit of discipline, as you mentioned before, but it's a simple formula. And I don't care whether you're making $100 a week, $10 that should go in your wealth account. It's the habit and it's the mindset. And the thing is, the more you do it, the easier it becomes and the more you want to do it. And the fact is, then the universe starts to attract other opportunities to you because it's you're showing it, hey, you're serious. You want this to happen. So it's going to show up with different opportunities for you. Such great advice. There's a good book, Profit First, out there too, that kind of gives some of the nuts and bolts of how to set up a profit account. Well, I love that you call it a wealth account. Um, that's a great way to put it. And um, yeah, a business needs to, to make a profit. And it's really important 
uh, to funnel the right portion of what's coming into a business to the owner, the creator's accounts and to do it the right way. So for anyone that's listening, it's like, I need to learn more about Dr. J or they want to attend your event. How do people connect with you? Where do they go next to read your books and find out more about what you're up to? So as I mentioned, uh, Amazon, you can find Change Your Mind, Change Your Destiny. Second book we wrote was GPS uh, to Success Your Triple P Life. Uh, I'm working on a third book right now. I don't want to give you the title because we were working on our trademark. So uh, we should uh, know here shortly. But people can find me and follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Dr. J. LaGuardia. And it's spelled just like the airport. If anyone has any questions, feel free to email me. Very simple. Dr. J, J-A-Y at triple P life.com. So Dr. J at triple P life.com. Our website which is powerpassionprosperity.com. You can find all sorts of information about us. And then also at Triple P Nutrition. So we have our own nutrition company, which we launched just a few months ago. And so if you're looking for the highest quality, best absorbable supplements, we've been working on that because I've been taking supplements for 40 years. And I said, you know what? There's got to be a better way that we can get more utilization and uh, better um, absorption into cells at a lesser price. And I think we were able to accomplish that. So thank you for an opportunity to share that information, Flavia. Well, Dr. J, thank you so much for being on the podcast, for sharing with us what motivates you and how you got where you are. It's very inspiring. It's been a pleasure to speak with you today and I hope to connect again soon. Yeah, it would be my pleasure as well too. And thank you uh, for the opportunity and for everyone listening. I wish you nothing but your best life. Guess what, lifestyle solopreneurs? If you don't yet have an online business earning you enough passive income to live the life of your dreams, I'd like to suggest you consider trying out Kajabi. Kajabi is an all-in-one solution where you can create and teach online courses, publish a paid newsletter, launch a free or paid podcast, process payments, build one-on-one coaching portals for your clients, and much, much more. I personally use Kajabi to power numerous successful and profitable online businesses. Lifestyle solopreneurs, there's a free trial of Kajabi waiting for you at this link, www kfreetrial.com. You can try Kajabi for free, no obligation, by going to www.kfreetrial.com. Again, kfreetrial.com, and that K stands for Kajabi. Starting an online business helped me break free from that corporate grind, and I hope it does the same for you. You have nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and see you next time.